Well, here I am drinking coffee and bringing entry 11 into my father's tales this April 2020 as we remain in COVID-19 lockdown. Challenging time for us. But back in 1949, uh, there was a a great flood in Fort Worth, Texas, where my parents lived. Again, I did not exist at that time, but I heard stories and I know I know about it for sure. It was uh, it was devastating. The banks of the Trinity River, Fort Worth, Texas, was built on the banks of the Trinity River, and there were days and days and days of pounding rain and this massive flood was a result of that from the rising uh, Trinity River and the, I guess the uh, banks of it, the, any dam system they had broke. But it it impacted a 1,000 businesses and I think 13,000 people or something like that, 10,000. Anyway, were left homeless. And where my parents lived uh, was on a hill, and so they were okay. But why I bring it up is because I've talked a lot about my dad in boating, and this was one time when he used his boat for very serious work because residents in Fort Worth, in order to get around, really, if you wanted to get around very much, you had to use a boat to get here and there. But so much of the city was underwater. But what he did, he got in his one of his boats and he went over to this part of town that wasn't really that far from where we lived but far enough, and because we were on a hill, uh, the, the, the water did not reach the house. But he got in his boat and went over to this area of Fort Worth, 7th Street. And there was a, there still is a building there. It was the old Montgomery Ward's catalog and, and retail store in Fort Worth. And I think now it is, a, a, I think it's apartments or condominiums or something there in Fort Worth, I believe, but it was this huge, it was huge building, and he, that was the part of town where he took his rescue uh, work, he worked with the, the rescue people there, uh, he didn't head up anything, but he, he was part of the rescue operation, where he would go around and rescue people that were stranded, or stuck, or needed help, and he did that for days with his boat, so I wanted to bring, bring that in, and mention the great flood of Fort Worth, Texas, and the role that my father played in it. If you get a chance, look at some aerial photos of the Great Flood. Just Google it, because it's unbelievable. But you will see the Montgomery Ward building because it's, that played a major role in in the flood rescue or something, because that was the area that my father worked in, was around the, the part of town where Montgomery Ward's the catalog and retail store was. It was a store that my parents shopped at, uh, that store uh, as well. But uh, moving from that to to my father always <laughs> teaching and, and helping people, and he, both he and my sister gave me driving lessons when I was about 15. They thought I needed to learn how to drive. It was time, and it almost ruined me for life for driving because they both had standard uh, standard shift cars. They had stick shifts. And I didn't have the patience for that or the skill set or the, I felt like it was unnecessary because why not get an automatic? But according to daddy, if you learn on a stick shift car, you can always drive. And I, I could get in a stick shift now. It wouldn't be pretty. And I would 
you know, limp along. But I know, I know the H system. <laughs> I know first, mm -mm, up, second, down, third, and then up and over, reverse. I know this. I know how it works. And I, Gary had a has had two MGBs of which I have also driven, and not, not, not in a good way. <laughs> I'm no good at it. I'm absolutely no good at it. My first car was. Um, automatic and I've had automatic ever since why wouldn't you the, the when you're on the slant when you're on a hill and you have to, to maneuver the brake and the clutch and, and and shift and all of that and you slide backwards that's enough to ruin it for you right there but he was a good teacher and he they both were and he uh, I was an impatient I got I want to learn something right away and so I I didn't have any patience and I even though my father uh, taught me the one thing that that stuck with me um, I still hear his voice in my head not that I heed it all that well is to not let drivers around you bother you pay attention to traffic as needed but not unnecessarily don't let people that are on your bumper or you know cut in front of you uh, bother you and that still sticks with me like I said although I'm not necessarily that great about it my father could do these fun things, though. He could, when Gary and I were dating, he brought over a bowl, fish bowl with two goldfish in it. And he was a romantic. Like, he still is. He still does stuff like that. Just, he's sweet. He's a, he's a wonderfully sweet, kind man and very romantic and giving. And so when he brought me these fish, and after a few days, as will happen with goldfish, they died. And I came home. I'd been gone. I came home. They were dead. And I started crying because, you know, you know how young love is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The fish Gary gave me died. My parents left. And a little bit later, they came back with goldfish. Of course, it wasn't the same as getting goldfish from this wonderful guy in my life. But it was very sweet. And so I had, I don't know how long those two lasted. You know, goldfish, they don't last a lot. As I've mentioned before, my dad was, was of average height, but he played basketball in high school, and people have told me that he was really good. People down where he lived, and we would go visit, what a wonderful basketball player my dad was, and said he was really fast and could maneuver on the court and make the, make the baskets. And even when he would come to our house and we had a, a basketball, a standard uh, basketball goal installed, Gary did, for, for kids to play with, you know, with Brandon and Gary played. Daddy would always grab a basketball and he always, he always put it through the hoop. He always made the shot. So he, while he was a, a really smart man, he also had had these other skills. One weird thing to me was that when he came to Fort Worth, he as a as a very young, he was in his, still in his teens, um, to continue learning his skill, uh, his work skill. He uh, was encouraged to by the man that was sponsoring him to come to Fort Worth to learn. You know, the one that was kind of responsible for him. It's like you have these skills. I want you to 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 learn this, and so he was uh, with daddy uh, a lot and so he encouraged him to be in golden gloves give give him something to do back in way back in those days and uh and he did and and lightweight or whatever he would have been because he was thin and he he did box but he never watched he never watched boxing he always loved to watch basketball mainly football but he never really watched boxing that i ever recall 
but I guess he still had those boxer moves. And when I see, uh, they said Matt Damon, when he was uh, training for the, uh, oh, the, uh, oh, they f one of his films, uh, they told him to walk like a boxer, and when, because he didn't really have that kind of stance. And so, I, in seeing that movie, I would think about my dad because my dad kind of had that same stride when he walked, and it, it made me it made me think about that. But one thing that was a disappointment to my dad that he would talk about in in woe was when he went to the state spelling bee. I was always good at spelling; I still am. But he, uh, I make typos when I type because I, everything I type is with my little finger on the tiny keyboard on the on the. Uh, on the phone, <laughs> and then I hit send. It's like, oh, should have read that. But um, he went to the state spelling bee, and back in the day, I'm sure the spelling bee was not what it became. Uh, newspapers, when I worked some with spelling bee uh, situation at the newspaper, because the newspapers have always been very big in sponsoring uh, spelling bees across the country. And I'm sure back in his day, they were, even on a state level, very modest. But he went to the state spelling bee, and he always lamented over the word that he that he missed because he couldn't believe it. He said when they gave him the word to spell, he went completely blank. Nothing came to his head, and he, he misspelled the word. And it was all together. He said, how can you miss all to get her? How can you miss that word? And he talked about that forever. So um, this is my entry 11 into my father's tales, and I have uh, some more that I will be bringing a couple that are really important to me. One is his well-known and beloved barbecue. He barbecued like a pro. So I want to share that. I want to get that on tape. And uh, I have a few other a few other things uh, in my on my list. To, to talk about. It's narrowing about one that was a very big deal in my in my young years uh, with him. Uh, the musicality in our home, and I don't mean records, I've already talked about that. I'm talking about real instrumentation in jam sessions. So I'm going to talk about that. And I hope if anyone is out there listening and sharing, I appreciate it of my father's tales.